This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. Today I'm joined by Chris Salsa, CMO at startpage.com. I can't pronounce this. Ixquick.com, a private search engine. Yeah. Uh, it, and that's based in the Netherlands, isn't it, Chris? It, it is, it is. Well, xquick.com was originally founded in uh, New York, though. Uh, it stands for Intelligence Times Quick. So that was the uh, well, the thought about it. But the, the main office, the head office, is here based in the Netherlands, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So, um, uh, as usual, let's start off uh, with you telling us a bit about yourself, and then we'll move on to how do we promote a private search engine. Sure. Well, I'm 33 years old. I uh, founded two companies before. Uh, they were both in uh, online marketing, first in comparison engines, in couponing here in the Benelux, and also in ticketing. I live uh, on a farm, actually, somewhere in the east of the Netherlands uh, with my beautiful wife. And I have a, a great passion for online marketing with a knowledge of scaling up fast. And a perfect example is my last company, Tickets, that grew 3,800% in a year. And now my big challenge is that instead of scaling it up as a startup, I would like to see, well, I recently joined startpage.com. I didn't found it, but uh, I, I joined the company to scale up an existing company, which already exists for 15 years already. It's, it's a really old domain. So that's that's my current challenge, yeah. Brilliant. So, um, private—the the whole world of private search engines. I mean, um, something I'm not that f- familiar with. Just tell us how a private search engine works. Well, I can tell you how Startpage.com works. Of course, uh, other search engines in the field uh, that also uh, claim privacy. I'm not sure how they work, but for us, nothing is stored. So we don't store your IP address. We don't store your searches. We don't store anything. So our search results are are currently enhanced by Google, which assures quality, of course, but we don't give them back any data. So there isn't uh, personalized results. There's no filter bubble you get in. Uh, It's only based on the Google's, well, their own algorithm, of course, as as how we know them. And next to web search, we also have images and video, and we are working on, on our own privacy maps version coming soon to make sure that everything is completely private, that we don't store anything And next to the web search, we also have a proxy service. And because we want to do the extra mile for you, instead of only providing you the results in perfect privacy, you can also visit the site you you want to visit in in privacy as we load temporarily the content of that site for you. So we have the tracking cookies and everything on, on our server temporarily and you won't be bothered with them. Yeah, this reminds me of the uh, the Onion network, which which is a, that net sort of private network sure. of routers. Is there any sort of similarities there? Uh, more or less, for us, it's basically it's only search what we do web search. Yeah. So in in that matter, it might be different, and uh, and we don't know our users, or for example, and so I'm I'm not sure what the similarities with the Onion are, but um, yeah, we completely focus on search in in on this matter. So um, yeah. So being a private, uh, sort of not storing anything, must give you some pretty good challenges, you know, as a sort of chief marketing officer. How do you overcome those? It, it's, it, it is quite a challenge because I normally get used with working Google products, for example, with my previous companies, working with Google Analytics, for example, tracking everything, advertising uh, based on, on, well, for Facebook and AdWords and all that. And now, basically, we don't know who they are. We actually don't have a clue uh, who our current user base is because we don't store anything. We don't store IPs. It's simply 
counting well anonymous data but we don't know who they are mm. so we we have millions of users and the challenge we have is convincing people uh, because we all know that the major search engines store everything you do well it's a company that also in european uh, union they're now uh, getting off the google again for the third time but on the other hand we we know that they store everything but we are not afraid of it so we don't feel any sense of urgency because we say we have nothing to hide, mm. but well, everybody sleeps with their curtain closed, for example, and we have stuff to protect. And, but Google is also so common for us that we don't even think of the consequences or alternatives for that matter. And also for, for me as a marketing guy, well, I, I cannot simply track results very easily for any marketing efforts I do. I, I don't have any Google Analytics, for example, in my tool set. Mm. So for every marketing euro we would spend, it actually should move the needle for all those millions of searches that we already have every day. Uh, and that's, that's quite a challenge for me as a marketing uh, chief. And what about your revenue models? What's, what, what's your revenue model? It is it is still advertising. So basically, it is an AdSense block we have on our website, but with a huge privacy filter in between. We have a customized version of it. And the big difference is that we only show you ads when we feel comfortable that we are not able to track you, for example, that identifies you. Mm. And also for generic searches, we don't show any ads because we don't know your previous search results. So Google, for example, makes three times more revenue on the same search set. If I would look for London, then startpage.com doesn't know what I mean with London. If I want to write a book report, for example, or want to go for a hotel. Well, Google might know that because of all your previous searches and, and all your other stuff you do online. So they were able to create ads for those searches on Google, but not on Startpage. So we only have... The, the the keywords with buying intentions like airplane tickets to London and then there are, might be some advertisers clicking on the or forbidding on those keywords but no remarketing is possible for example we don't have any profiled ads we don't have your search history so we also don't know your intent so it is it is a, a very thin model but we'll manage we, we get there everything for the privacy of the people and um, not for uh, earning a lot of money so yeah, sure. And you mentioned that you uh, you use data from Google in in sort of combination with your anonymized data. How does that work? Well, we pay Google for the uh, organic results. We we get there um, we use their API and we simply have to pay for that. But we don't combine any data because we simply don't have any data of our users. So it will be an API call. We get the results set. And we put in between a huge privacy filter so we don't store anything. And um, so, yeah, we, we get the feed. There are only, of course, a couple of search engines out there in the world. It's Google, it's it's Bing, for, well, Yahoo a bit, and but it's a bit, well, unclear what their uh, future is, of course. Mm. You have Baidu uh, and you have Yandex. But in Europe, for example, you don't have a proper alternative. So Google is our source. They're, they still have a, they have a lot of quality in Europe with their result sets, and that's where we uh, we get them from. And looking into the future, Chris, what are your feelings of the, the future of search? Where's it going? Um, future search, well, for voice search, for example, is is the big trend, of course, that was Google is doing on, on mobile as well. From privacy perspective, we think that's also a bit risky to get all those 
devices in in your home like amazon echo where where you simply say hey amazon or hey echo i would like to put my tv on or put the temperature on mm-hmm. and which is basically also a search or a command and and all that so future from search i, I hope we can do more on the privacy part an example is our start mail product where we also have secure encrypted email i hope there will be more paid search solutions and with paid i don't mean advertising but in a way where people are in control of what their data is used for, as in a free free product, which also looks very good, then you probably are the product. So I hope the future of search will be more secure. Well, it's absolutely fascinating. Tell us how uh, our listeners can find out more about uh, you, Chris, and more about Startpage. Well, startpage.com obviously is, is the site to go to. And, and I would suggest for all those listeners out there that currently use Yahoo, Bing or uh, Google, of course, that try us for a week. It's quite interesting for search marketeers as well. We get the organic results from Google without any personalization, no bubble, which is great for ranking checks, of course. But if people want to hear more from me, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's the C. Solcer. It's my, uh, like you said, I have a tough, I have a tough name, but uh, so it's easier to send me an email on uh, chris at uh, startmail.com. And Solcer is spelled C-O-L-C-E-R, isn't it? That's correct. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Chris, and uh, thank you to everyone for listening. The show notes are in the usual place. Uh, we're looking to put some uh, questions and answers together in, the, in future shows, so certainly email us on podcast at sitevisibility.com or there's a magic phone number, plus uh, 44-1273-256-150 if you want to leave a, a voice mail or a question. And uh, that's it from me, Andy, and that's all from Chris. Goodbye. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Thank you.